Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1. We haven't got the lights on. There we go. That's how unprofessional we are here. But we are watching Stop and Go F1 for our reaction to the Italian Grand Prix qualifying happened just then. And what a session that was. One of the closest ones of the year so far. Really, really great stuff. Let's go through all of it. Before we do, though, make sure you subscribe. That's the rules. I'll soon be having a haircut next weekend, so this awful hair will be gone shortly. It's all looking good. So, Q1, uh, we got hard tyres. So, we're going back to that thing we had in Hungary, where it's hard tyres for Q1, medium tyres for Q2, and then the softs into Q3. We had the return of track limits, where a few guys going over the track limits get their time deleted. Max had one uh, near the start. I know Gasly did as well, as did Piastri. A few there... Uh, getting their track limits, track times deleted. Uh, Williams looking strong at the start of this. I think Williams have looked good all weekend, but we're kind of hiding a little bit of their pace. We've got to see a bit more of that today, and I think their race pace would be quite good as when we come to the race tomorrow. But out in Q1 was Joe in 16th, Gasly in 17th, Ocon in 18th, Magnussen 19th, and Stroll in 20th. few things to dissect here. Uh, you know, Magnussen and Joe, not massively surprising there, if I'm honest. Alpine, coming off the back of a podium last weekend, 17th and 18th here. They won't be happy with that. Uh, but the big one for me, really, is Stroll. 20th place. I know I seem to rag on Stroll quite a bit as of late, but quite frankly, that's unacceptable in that Aston Martin car. I know it's no longer the second fastest car, but you know it has the pace to get into Q3. You shouldn't be going out in Q1. You definitely shouldn't be the slowest car on the track, especially when someone like Liam Lawson is on the track, who this is his first ever full F1 race weekend in a car that he's driven once, and he's beating Lance Stroll. He's beating all these guys. I mean... Oh, there's got to be serious conversations within the Aston Martin camp about what's going on with Stroll, because this is not good enough. They cannot be... All these aspirations they've got to win championships, they cannot do it with Lance Stroll in that second car. That is for sure, in my opinion, there. Across to Q2, though, before the session even starts, we get a notification come up that Ferrari boys, both of them, Leclerc and Sainz, are being investigated for going over the maximum lap time. Now, this was introduced for this weekend because too many guys are waiting around by the back end of the track to try and get the toe. No one wants to go off first. It's quite dangerous. We saw it in F2 and F3. So there's a maximum lap time to get around the track that you have to follow. If you go over it, you will be penalised allegedly. Now, it pops up that uh, Leclerc and Sainz both went over the maximum lap time, where it's being investigated. Now, firstly, it took far too long for this to be investigated, because either they did or they didn't. It's just like speeding in the pit lane. You don't need a massive investigation. Here's the number. Is it bigger or smaller than that number? So it took forever for this to be investigated. Then when it was finally investigated at the end of the session, they said no further action. I'm calling a bit of BS on this as of right now, until I see any details that prove it otherwise. But I think that Ferrari did go over the maximum uh, lap time here, otherwise they wouldn't be investigated. But they didn't want to call them back in or anything like that, especially in front of the Italian fans. So I think they got away with it. And until the data comes out to prove me wrong, I'm going to stick with that story. But even with this maximum lap time, we still do get a bit of Monza qualifying madness. Not as bad. 
But then at the end of Q2, the ones who are out, Sargent in 15th, Bottas 14th, Hulkenberg 13th, Liam Lawson 12th, Yuki Tsunoda 11th. Great job from both Yuki and Lawson there. You know, the Alpha Tauri is not the best car in the world, but 11 from 12th in qualifying, I think, is a great result for them. Especially Lawson, who, as I said, this is his first full F1 race weekend. Um, Hulkenberg and Bottas is about what you expect. 13, 14, pretty good for them. A bit disappointed with Sargent. I think he could have done a lot better than 15th. I think the Williams car is a lot quicker than that this weekend. But I think he will also be able to make up some positions because in the practice sessions, the Williams was the fastest in the speed traps and the fastest on the straights. So he should be able to get some good overtakes going throughout the race weekend. Hopefully he can score those elusive points tomorrow. But we go into Q3, which is the soft tyres. After the first laps, after the first lap, sorry, the times looked like this. It was Alonso in tenth, from Hamilton in ninth, Piastri eighth, Norris seventh, Perez sixth, Albon fifth, Russell fourth, Verstappen third, Charles Leclerc second, and Carlos Sainz first. But when we finish the session. It is still Alonso in 10th. I reckon he'll be a bit disappointed with uh, that position for him there. Norris is 9th. Hamilton 8th. Piastri in 7th. Piastri beating Norris there. Very good result for him. Albon 6th. Another good qualifying result for him. Perez is 5th. Russell is in 4th. Then the top 3 is separated by 0.067. It is Charles Leclerc in 3rd place. Max Verstappen. In second by 0.013 and Carlos Sainz has claimed pole position for Ferrari for the Italian Grand Prix. He's looked the faster of the two Ferraris all weekend and he's carried that through into qualifying. He'll start at the front of the grid. Great stuff from Carlos Sainz here and he's showing how close he is to Charles as well at this track. Really, really good stuff. We'll have to wait and see. Can Ferrari stop Max making it 10 in a row tomorrow? Will the Monza curse hit? Of course. Now, let me know what you thought of this qualifying session because I thought that was a really exciting one, especially those last laps there. We knew that the those top three would be close, but that is properly, properly close. I think race pace-wise, especially with that fantastic DRS that the Red Bull has, I do think Max will be able to get one over on the Ferraris tomorrow. My prediction would be that Max is going to win, but I think the Ferraris will be very strong as well. Perez will have to get past Russell pretty soon. I think Williams will be ones to watch. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we saw a battle between Albon and Russell for P5 for the remainder of the race. McLaren are going to be an interesting one because I think they're going to be a sitting duck on the straights. But I think within the corners, that's where they have their speed. So that'd be quite a nice balance to see that as that plays out. So we're setting up for what will be quite an exciting race tomorrow. And I am looking forward to it. Of course, we'll be here for all the recap and reaction of uh, not just the F1 tomorrow, but also the F3 and the F2. Uh, they both had fantastic sprint races uh, this morning, especially the F2, which always delivers. And had fant like, if there's anything to go by, we're setting up for some great racing this weekend. If you just look for what the feeder series formulas are doing, because they are doing a fantastic job, as always. They always do deliver the F2 and F3. So hopefully the F1 can follow in the footsteps and deliver as well. That will all be tomorrow, so make sure you subscribe. Until then, though, have a lovely rest of your Saturday. As I said, we'll be here tomorrow. I hope to see you there. I have nothing else to say.
congratulations to all the Italian people who will probably be throwing a massive party today uh, for uh, Ferrari's success. They seem so happy. I don't think they'll be as happy tomorrow, but we'll have to wait and see. Until then, though, have a good one. Goodbye.